It's gonna be three two either way, Ray. Just shut up. Hey, it's yeah. gonna be three two Houston, guys. Because yeah, DC Washington teams have been breaking your heart for how long? It doesn't. The Mystics just won the WNBA championship. The Capitals won the NHL championship two years. Oh well, then Sir, we then. won his championship. So if we count stuff like that. No. Oh really? Oh, oh really? The NHL is not a major sport in the United States. Uh, not the black folk. Have you not seen Mixtish? That's a yeah. good point. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay, so to twelve percent of the population, <laughs> we count it here in DC. Okay. And there's at least seven or eight black people at every Capitals game. Now I'll say I went to I went to the that, Predators that, that was game. That was a scene. Should have laughed, but so, uh, that's how that's how unpopular hockey is with black folk, and we don't even know when you're making a hockey joke. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You went to the Predators game and what? Yeah, we went to the Predators game, and it was actually fun. It was it was pretty cool. The presentation, all that was fun. It um, yeah, it, it was a it was a fun event, but yeah, it's still not popular black folk. No, it's not, but it should be because I, I think that hockey games it, when uh, if you go to a live hockey like a live NHL game, they it really is um, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's 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 harder to watch. It's a sport that's hard to watch on TV unless you're really into it. Yeah, because right. I've i never known that they like substitute people just like I mean it's just people skate off people skate on there's just substitutions yeah, yeah no, mine no, change like every yeah. 20, 20 seconds or so yeah well, I learned I learned that from NHL ninety four on Sega Genesis that's how I learned uh, most of the stuff I know about hockey by playing how long did you know about <laughs> how, long did, how much grass you have to cut before your dad gave you that game that was a good one Ray your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All thing I know about uh, about hockey is from Blades of Steel, so that's just oh, hey, you know nothing. Yeah, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was, that, was a, that was a great game. On that was Nintendo. a horrible game. No, it wasn't Ko- Konami Blades of Steel. Man, that's all you did was fight. Yeah, did yeah. you even do anything? You just fought, didn't you? Yeah, I don't uh, ever yeah. know if you actually won. Yeah, but, I just uh, was like, I won the fight. That's good. Yeah, that's all you wanted to do. And then there was a baseball game that allowed you to charge a pitcher, too, if you hit the batter. That was like Major League Baseball 1986 or something, probably, but whatever. Damn you. I was four, so I don't know about that. (laughs) You don't know about because dad wouldn't let you play. And I was four. Yeah, well, he was making you cut grass at four before you. That that is entirely true. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that one made me do a bunch of stuff at four, probably. Clip his toenails. Oh. Replay boys, <laughs> who knows? Oh man, good lord, San Francisco roasted Carolina. Whew. Yeah, I'm not watching, but anyway, um, Ray, you want to yes. give an update? I know there's a case we've been following down in Birmingham for a couple weeks, so unfortunately, came to a sad conclusion. You want? Well, you spoiler alert. I mean, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, we've been talking about Cupcake for uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, the three-year-old that was abducted outside of the housing projects here. And unfortunately, they found her body in a dumpster uh, not too long ago. And they had her, they actually had her memorial service tonight or today. So they put her to rest. They've arrested two people, uh, Patrick Stallworth and... 
Derek Brown, which is a lady, which was shocking because they kept saying she. And I was like, well, you just said two guys, but no, Derek Brown is a lady. I thought it was a typo. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah, yeah, because I, yeah, I was kind of that was confusing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're both charged with the murder of a victim under fourteen. Uh, and I didn't know that was a different charge either. But yeah, there's a unfortunately there is a different charge for that. that we shouldn't even have to have a charge for murdering people under fourteen. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're held with no bond. Uh, they, they say there's no connection between them and the family, which is odd to me too. Yeah, that go kind of what I think Preston was saying that last week. Yeah. So, wow, I didn't see that part. No connection between them and the no family. No connection between her and the family. Between them and the family. So, have you heard anything about the motive yet? Like, why they did it? or Mm-mm. Uh, so. Now, you know, they they caught Stallworth and kept or uh, put him up on charges for having uh, child porn. Child porn. Mm-hmm. In his phone or something. Yeah, well, they, they charged him with uh, intention to distribute. So, they had it in his computer, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, but they let him go. Yeah, they let him go. I don't know if they let him go to see if they like where he if they could track him and follow him where he went to mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that. But yeah, they they did let him go. But um, yeah, they've got him in custody now. So he's got his own lawyer, and then Derek has a public defender. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just because I remember last week I was like, this guy couldn't have had anything to do with it. There's no way he let him go. And then Ray, you actually said maybe they're letting him go for a reason. So yeah, yeah. but but they said that her that she had been uh, dead maybe since a day after she was abducted. I think or the right day yeah. up, the day mm-hmm. of. I think yeah. So I, I don't get that one. I don't understand that one at all. Yeah, I don't. It's yeah, it's crazy. But there's also a new missing girl i guess she's been missing for like a week now so i think it's anaya blanchard she's 19 she was an auburn student from here in homewood which isn't far from from us either but uh yeah but uh yeah she's she's been missing since wednesday i think wednesday of last week and they found her suv saturday I guess no. Yeah, yeah, yeah Saturday. Of this week. Yeah, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, or they at least released information of it, so they found it damaged. So they're suspecting foul play. Now she was supposedly going out to meet a guy, and they hadn't heard from her since then. Which uh, I don't think that you could be able to trace a phone, but I guess maybe not if they turned it off. But or in Alabama. Yeah. Um. But they found it in Montgom- at an apartment complex in Montgomery. How far is that from Auburn? It's like a couple hours. Yeah, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of questions with that one, too. If she's going to meet someone, I mean, well, I don't know. There's a lot of questions with that. Yeah. Like, how does <clears throat> someone not know who she's going to meet? Which is very possible. But you know, you if you are going to meet someone, you know, you definitely got to let people know. And, yeah. I'm, you're going to meet. and I'm pretty sure they tried to trace the phone because um, my wife got her phone stolen, I think, by a kid that she was teaching in a class, and she was able to trace it in Montgomery, and it, they had taken it from Birmingham to Montgomery, and she just called the police, and they just went to the guy's house, got the phone, and gave it back to her. Is it is Montgomery like the 
the center point of crime or something. <laughs> oh, about going to Montgomery for that's a good. I I, I don't know. Mm. Well, um, props to Alabama A and M's band. I know at the Magic City Classic yesterday at the halftime show that they um, their marching band spelled out cupcake. I thought that was yeah, a classic they did. Touch. They did. Yeah. Well, well, rest in peace, cupcake, and you know, hope that justice is served. Yeah, because I, I was really hoping this would end up a lot differently than it than it did. Yeah, and this hit you particularly hard, Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then you start seeing stuff. And it's like, oh, they found a uh, five-year-old girl in the landfill in in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. So right, I it's that like was in South Carolina. Was that? Was South, oh yeah, that was too? that was uh, that was. It's all running together now. So yeah, I think that right, might have been too much in South on. Carolina. But uh, yeah, they're just. I mean, all these kids are getting abducted, and it's like, man, this is you know eye-opening to say the least of, you know, you get these Amber Alerts and you're like, eh, you know, it's not anywhere close or anything, but yeah, right. it, it's, it's an epidemic basically. Mm-hmm. And oddly enough, it's actually much more safe now than when we were kids. Yeah. Cause you remember P you probably remember it more, uh, when they were kidnapping kids in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. I mean, you're talking about the wait, how far? How long ago? Because you had the what was that? That was Atlanta, like the eighties. Yeah, yep. that was the Atlanta mm-hmm. child murders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's actually been a couple um, podcasts and documentaries and stuff on that. Because there's some question if the right guy is actually in jail or not. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know who covered that was um, uh, Mind Hunter. Was it Mind Hunter that covered it? I think it was Mindhunter. I can't remember. One of the Netflix shows, I think, actually just covered that, too. That was, like, part of their, their cases. I, I It's all running together, though. I can't remember. But anyway. But, yeah, I, so we Naomi went out with some friends yesterday. And kind of to your point, Ray, about um, we talk about, like, kind of helicopter parenting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, were, they wanted to go do, like, a haunted, you know, like a haunted house type thing, whatever. So it was her and five friends from school. And then one of the girls, her little sister came with her friend from school. They all go to the same school, private school, by the way. But, um, I got some follow up on that when I get done this. So they wanted to meet at the mall first. So we met at, at a mall and the girls all ate. And then they were like, well, we're going to go walk around. We're like, uh, yeah, that's not happening. So <clears throat> even though there was eight of them together, um, six eighth graders and two fourth graders, um, but the so Bernanda and I went and then one of the girls, the one who had the little sister with her, her both of her parents and then one of the other girls, her mom. So we told him because, you know, the five parents, we kind of sat we we're in the food court. So we like sat at one table and then the uh, the eight girls sat at another table, you know, right next to us. So we're like, well, you could go to I forgot what store it was like, whatever. It, it was right there. And then they were like, oh, we're going to go to this store. So one of the moms got up and, like, ushered all the girls down there together. So, yeah. I mean, you you would think it with a group that big and it's six 13-year-olds that they would be fine. But we were still like, yeah, it's uh, keep an eye on them. Yeah. But to your point, man, I mean, you got to, you know, they prize possession. You got to take care of them. So. so when she goes to... Are you encouraging her to go away for college, or is she just kind of wanting to stay closer? What's she want to do? 
I don't think she knows right now. I mean, it, it's funny. Right now, she says go away, but I think that the type of person she is, she'll stay close. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's a type of Like, with me, I couldn't wait to leave. But with her, I, and then I got really homesick when I did. Um, <laughs> but with her, um, I don't think she will because I think she likes being close to home. Mm. But I do, what I do want is I do want her to stay on campus, though. I want her to get the college experience. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always felt like, you know, they should get the full college experience, at least a year of it. Now, you know, after a year, you'd be like, hey, I'm moving off campus or whatever. But you got to get the full. That's where you get a lot of your stories. To, like, man, I remember going to the CAF and doing this and that. So... Yeah, you got to get at least a good year of the whole on-campus experience. Mm-hmm. We were yeah, and, and kind of find themselves, too. I experienced that last night because I went to a costume party with some of my friends that I met the first day at UAB. And um, my wife is always amazed. Like, you're still friends with the people you met the first day of school. You know what I mean? Like, like she's like, how did y'all become friends? Oh, we just walked in their room. Their door was open <laughs> and started talking to them. I and mean, that's college. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't make sense now as an adult. Like, you just walked in somebody's room. But the door was open. We heard laughing, walked in there, and been friends ever since. Mm. So, um, but we, but it's kind of funny when it, there's a mixed crowd and you have all these memories because you went to school together, and everybody else like, okay, you know, you tell these stories <laughs> that are funny to yourself, but to everybody else, they're like, all right, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yep. So, but it, it's it's hilarious because her youngest her youngest sister is 22, and so it really was a. You know, near 40 crowd, near the 22-year-old crowd, and just a, a kind of, that's how you realize how old you are. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I got some good follow-up on uh, on this public versus private school debate. I, did you guys hear anything? Anybody say anything to you? The only thing that I realized is that my wife has actually listened to the podcast, so I might need to <laughs> go back and listen to see if there's anything else that I said I need to be aware of, but she said that I... Did not state that before she went to the uh, private, I mean, the public school, the uh, I guess it's the charter type school. Mm-hmm. She did go to public, I mean, to private school. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so and yeah. she went. Do you know how long she went? Uh, was it to high school? Yeah, to high school. So from like kindergarten up. Yeah, I'd say uh, from yeah, I'd say kindergarten up. Okay. All right. Um, One thing I did want to point out is I think it all, and I don't know if I said this last week, but, well, a couple of things I want to point out. One, I think it depends, one, on the kid. Like, you know, certain kids are, um, like, Naomi's been in private school her whole life. You know what I mean? So going to, and the, the local... Um, public school that she would go to where Bakari for high school where Bakari graduated from has 1400 kids just under 1500 kids so her going from a school from that from like from like pre-k3 through eighth grade that has like 250 kids to a high school that has 1500 kids would be very overwhelming you know she could do it but you know there there's that um but i also think like for for her i think that her personality is more geared towards a smaller setting um but ultimately i also think it starts at home so you can have kids who are in private school who just don't do anything and the parents don't hold them accountable 
And you can also have kids at public school whose parents are very involved and make sure they get the best education possible. I mean, Bernanda and I are both public school raised, you know, we're both successful. Mm -hmm. uh, and like both of you are, you know what I mean? Um, but I did want to kind of point that out. Um, uh, my buddy Andrew actually works. He's in the educational system. He travels all over the country. So he he had some good points. He said, and, and he lives in Chicago now, and he has three kids. One, <clears throat> when they were living in the D.C. area, he went to uh, St. John's, which is a very, very nice private school in uh, Washington, D.C. And he said that uh, the biggest difference he saw between uh, public school curriculum and private school was the circle of friends. So he said what we actually paid for was his circle of friends in high school, and we were okay with that realization. That's also a good point, you know. Mm, okay. um, yeah, I thought that was an interesting point. Yeah, that, that was interesting. Um, his son went on to uh, Morehouse, by the way, graduated from Morehouse. Um, now, both then they moved, they now live in Chicago, or right outside Chicago, and both of his kids, his last two kids, one just graduated. He's a freshman at Howard University here in D.C., and his daughter is graduating this year, and she's going to go Ivy League. Both of them have gone through public school their whole life. Hmm. So she's looking, I think her top two right now are Brown and Columbia. So, you know, it, again, look at the parents, you know. Um, but I think that that's the biggest thing. I mean, parents make the biggest difference, is what yeah, I said. Yeah. And I agree with that. No matter what school, you know, and it could, it could be Killer Mike talking about going to, you know, like a rundown school in his neighborhood that's a public school. But, but I again, I still think it comes back to resources and it comes back to parenting. So, anyway. the, if you all could, I, well, I don't know. I won't assume that you can't afford it, but I'm just going to say it. Like, if you all could afford it, would you prefer that your wives be stay-at-home moms or would they prefer it? Would it be beneficial to your family? Let me say well, it like that. <laughs> we did that. So, Bernanda stayed well, and I don't know how long you're talking, but Bernanda, when Naomi was born, Bernanda stayed home for three years. Mm -hmm. yeah. See, I, I, I can't wrap my mind around that because I'm like, if I got to work, everybody got to work. Like, <laughs> I'm almost like Liam needs to work because I'm like, I'm going to die here and bust my butt. <laughs> you know, to make sure everybody's got a nice place there. And then you just like chilling. Now I know it's not just chilling, but to me it's like, Hey, I got to get up in the morning to go to work. And yeah, I, I just couldn't get my mind around that. Like I want to get there, but I can't wrap my mind around it. Cause I guess I'm always like, Hey, you gotta work. You gotta work. You gotta work. And mm -hmm. you know, I'm also raised by a single mom. So I'm just used to, you know, her working all the time and actually her being at work, and I'd be at home uh, because she was at work. So it's like, yeah, it's always been, yeah, you're working. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's, that's something that you discuss before you get married. But the reason I thought about that was I, I have someone that I know, um, they got married maybe at around 25, 26 years old. And he wanted kids, and when they got married, she kind of backed away from wanting kids. Um, till finally, when they were 40, they made an agreement. She said, well, if I have a kid, I'm not going to work for the next five years. And he said, great, that's cool. I'll let, let's go ahead and do it, right? So she had the first kid. So they were 45 when, <laughs> 45 when he was five years old. She went and said, okay, well, I want to have another baby. 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, then, so then she had another baby, and now she hadn't worked for 10 years. Now, in saying all this, this guy lives in a very, 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 very expensive neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So the first five years he was living off. I mean, he was he he made good money and stuff, and he had money saved up, so he was able to save and prepare for the first one. Mm-hmm. Now the second one, man, he, he's <laughs> man. If you even mention something about that, he just goes into a cussing fit about it. So <laughs> so so now the kids are like I think eleven and six, and he just wants her out the house like right now. And see that that's the that's the thing. Like mathematically, I couldn't make it make sense. Where I'm like, okay. So we're going from two people on two incomes to three people on one income. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mathematically make sense to me. And so I could not wrap my mind around that at all. Um, you find a way to make it work. You do. That's what I'll say. You're just, not, you're just un- uncomfortable, I guess. Your quality of living changes. Yeah, I mean, you just find a way. I mean, a whole lot of bologna sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You do you you find a way to make it work. I mean, we did it, and and the funny thing is, I thought Bernardo was when Naomi was born. Bakari was seven, and he was in private school. And Bernardo said, "Well, I want to stay home for six months." And I was like, "Well, who's gonna kind of the raise point? We have two incomes, three people with a kid in private school. Now we're gonna go to one income with four people mm-hmm. and a kid in private. It's, there's no way it's gonna work." Three years later. You know, she was still at home. So it started off as six months and then it, okay. Started off six months and went to a year and then it stretched out to three years. So she pulled the okie doke on you. Not, well, not really because <laughs> one, one, I saw the benefit. So I, you know, I saw the benefit. And then she would also watch kids too. I, I should mention that. So she no, would okay. watch other kids. Um, so she had some kind she was of getting some, in, but yeah, not like a, a salary type of deal. Yeah, so what happened in that time was I, I think we were splitting the bills and then I just went to paying all the bills. Um, so she would use that money for different stuff like uh, whatever, grocery. I, I think like groceries, gas, stuff like that, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But we just found a way to make it work. I mean, really right now she wouldn't have to. If she didn't want to, she, didn't have, she wouldn't have to work. But we just kind of stuck to that. She likes working. Um and then, you know, again, it helps out. So she, you know, we don't struggle. So, um, but it's, it, I mean, you de- you have to be in agreement with it because everyone has to sacrifice. You know, it is it is a sacrifice for everyone, everyone involved. So. And to raise point of if I got to work, everybody got to work. It's funny because, I mean, I've talked to women about this situation too. And a lot of the women that I talk to basically say, well, I don't want to feel like I'm on an allowance, so that's why I wouldn't do it either. Like I want to have my yeah. own money, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it, that's their side of it, also. So I've heard that too, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a good point. Um, but I, but there was a huge benefit. I, you know, Naomi was really advanced, um, and I, I definitely attribute that a lot of that to you know her um, being at home with Bernanda, you know. So I don't know. I mean, to each his own, really. There's that, and then there's also there's the allowance part, and then there was something else. Oh, I know what it was because Bernardo would always, you know, they always say, "Well, no, it's it is a full time job, you know, being a stay at home mom." And she can't go to Marshalls. <laughs> there you go. Can you make it one? Just one. Just one episode. It won't be this one. <laughs> no, it won't. We're fourteen in, and you know, yeah, happy fourteenth episode. Anyway, what do you get for the fourteenth episode? That doesn't seem like a milestone. 
No, you get another mention of Marshalls. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much about it. Yeah. Well, now that they're online, you know, she can get Marshall to come to her. All right, you said that last set. Can we move on? I like that joke. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they were online. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> Ray, what happened with this? Did you get did you get that blender from Marshall's? I, I did not get the blender from Marshall's. I got it from Costco. <laughs> and actually I'd end up getting it twice. So for anybody that has surely people have seen the demo, the people with the blenders that they're like, Hey, you can make all this stuff with the blender. Try this juice that I made from carrots and all this stuff. So I ended up uh, buying that because I'm like, I got to do something to eat healthier because usually in the morning I've got time to like stop by McDonald's or something like that and um, that's about all I've got. So it's like I got to eat healthier in the morning. So I started making smoothies. So we had a Ninja Blender and it's like, this smoothie is chunky. So I can't do it. It's too much grit and stuff. So I started looking into what kind of blenders were out there and stuff. And they're like, hey, you can get this Vitamix blender. So I was like, okay, that's seems cool. It's $300. I'm like, Whoa. oh, no, yes. <laughs> and that's the but cheap Kari one. But bought two belts. <laughs> 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 and the kicker was, uh, I think, I was like, I want to make a daiquiri. And I don't know why I want to make a fruity daiquiri. Well, actually, I do know why I want to make a fruity daiquiri. So, backstory: when I was like, no, actually, when I was like, you know, a kid, like six or seven, my mom used to take me to get virgin daiquiris. She would take me to the bar from Ruby Tuesday. No, not Ruby Tuesdays. We we had money, (laughs) 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 so we'd go to you know bars and stuff and get. So I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's just like a slushy. She had no idea. And this is how, you know, country or uh, naive my mom is. She had no idea and didn't realize that she was taking her son to a bar to get what normally is an alcoholic drink. She was like, oh, it's a slushy. And that was that. Not until somebody pointed out that she was taking her kid to a bar that she even think there was something wrong with it. Wow. So anyway, I was like, this smooth, I mean, this daiquiri is not the consistency of all. <laughs> Wait, did you just call your mom country? Oh, I, I call it to her face. <laughs> oh, she knows she country. Yeah, she knows. I mean, she. I've got a story to tell. Uh, I'll have to see it because it is the funniest story ever. Okay, side note. Uh, so here's how naive my mom is. Her mom, I mean, her name is Beverly Jean O'Neill. And so she comes to my apartment one day with a shirt from Spencer's that says, I heart BJ's. And I was like, uh, "Oh no!" Hey, what what are you doing with that shirt? She's like, "Oh, it's yeah, I like it because it's like my name." And I was like, "Hey, you need to take that shirt off." She's like, "Why?" <laughs> I was like, "No, you just need to change shirts." She was like, "Why?" I like the shirt. I was like, um, "So I called my brother. I was like, hey, look, your mom has on a shirt that says I heart BJ's. Can you tell her why she needs to take it off?'" So he was trying to explain to her, and I was trying to explain. I was like, "Well." It's uh, it's a reference to fellatio. What's that? Um, oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so I could not go into any any for anywhere close to being past fellatio to explain to. Her. I just made her put on a different shirt. So that's the kind of person we're dealing with here. So anyway, back to the blender. <laughs> uh, the 
the daiquiri wasn't as smooth as I wanted to do, so I ponied up the money and said, okay, I'm going to get this $300 blender. Well, I ordered it online from Costco and then decided to go into Costco and then they're like, oh, well, we got like 50 of them here. So I was like, okay, I need to cancel it from, from online. They're like, yeah, we'll cancel it for you. And so I went in and bought it at, uh, in the store. And then the one from online shows up too. So now I've spent like $700 on blenders that I had to like take time off to take it back and everything. But long story short, I guess we're past that point. Blender's awesome. <laughs> Get a Vitamix. Vitamix, be a sponsor. Vi- wait, what? Vitamix what needs Vitamix? to be a sponsor. That's the, the name of the blender. The blender company. Oh, okay. So Ray, what have you made so far? Uh, mostly smoothies, uh, smoothies, daiquiris, and salad dressing. Okay, okay, salad dressing. But so here's the odd thing about it: so you can make hot soup in it, like you put vegetables and stuff in there. Like that's it, just vegetables, water, and all that stuff. Blend it for six minutes, and it's hot. That's pretty cool. No, it's hot. You wait. I don't understand. You, well, that's <laughs> shut up. You're heating. It up. We don't need dad jokes anymore to, for this episode yeah. either. Then yeah, we, we're okay. Continue. So the blade, the blades, and the friction make it hot. Yeah, the friction of the blades is that much that it will heat up the it'll heat up the soup. And this is at Costco, you said. Yeah. All right. What do you do? You want one? Who me? Yeah. I'm just. I mean, I'm. Just exploring. He's saying to get one, so I'm like, I'm listening to him. Nah. And it's funny because I'm. I'm uh, Nationals I had, are down. Nationals are down two nothing. Second inning. I'm about to. Sorry. Throw something ahead. at the screen. Hey, it's going to be three two anyway. Sure. You're right. Yeah, it is. Because you know what's <laughs> funny? I re- like if they lose, I'm really not going to Kirk out because they were a wild card team, and. They beat the Dodgers. They, you know, they get past the card. They beat the Cardinals. They're a road team on both of those. They won the wild card game in the eighth inning. You know, with they got some runs in eight. So they weren't even supposed to make it this far. So I, I'm really happy that they have. So, but wait, you said Kirk out? Yeah. What's Kirk out? Oh Lord, uh, freak out. Uh, Who's Kirk? Go insane. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm looking for the etymology of Kirk. I don't out. know. It's a phrase up here. It hasn't made its way down there yet. Oh, like there. like Bama. It should, yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> it, should, it should be there in about thirty or forty years. Oh, okay. Whenever Just you like guys freedom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as you guys get out of the 1950s, it, it'll it'll make its way there. I'm sure. Sorry. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> Hey, t- tell me this. Why did I throw a middle finger at the screen like you, like you, like you? Like like my body moved on its own and threw a middle finger through the laptop. Well, Ray wanted to agree, but he didn't. Um, but yeah, the the whole reason for the blender though is so I can get in better shape because I exercise all the time, but I'm not getting in better shape, and so I'm working on getting into working on my eating habits. So that's part of the thing is getting better eating habits. So if it costs me three hundred bucks to start out on that, that's uh, I'm trying to do that. So let me ask you this, Ray: When you work out, do you feel like you're going to die each time? 
No, not really. Um, okay. So I didn't have. I don't, I've had I don't, a. Go ahead, Sean. I don't think you're supposed to feel like. Yeah, that. you are. So, so look. <laughs> so so I've had a, a, a weight problem since I've been a kid. I've been every size, right? So um, I started working out at this place called F45 Fitness in Hoover here. Um, it's a suburb of Birmingham for people that's not from here. But anyway, uh, I started going to this place because my mom, my my wife wanted me to go last year around July. And from July to December, I lost like maybe 32 pounds. Now, and I hate going to class. I don't like working out with people. So that was my hesitation about going. But then I started going and it was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, it's falling off. Like the first day I went, I literally thought I was going to die. And everybody that I've invited felt like they were going to die that first day. But because Mm -hmm. of my competitive nature, I had to go back because I couldn't let it beat me. Mm -hmm. All while I couldn't even walk up the stairs at work because I felt like I was going to fall off. I was that week for maybe four or five days after the first workout. Yeah. So from that point on, you know, I learned that my body responded to working out really hard. Like every time my heart rate has to feel like I'm about to, you know, my heart is going to get out, jump out of my chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now even when I go to the gym now, I'm not going there right now. But when I go to the gym by myself, I try to replicate that feeling of. You know, I feel like I'm about to die. Like every time I want my heart rate to be going super fast and weight kind of just falls off me from doing that. And I learned my whole life. I'm like, damn, maybe I wasn't working out hard enough this whole time because because jogging and running does it. But it keeps your heart rate at the same amount the whole time. Whereas interval training, go that that yo-yo end of going up and down, up and down, up and down. It does something different to your body. So we'll see uh when i do a track workout i'll do intervals so mm-hmm. uh you'll do high speed regular speed you know walk that kind of thing so I, i'll get intervals in on the track workouts but it's some, yeah i go ahead now i was gonna say it's some body weight stuff too that i've been researching because a lot of times you know how my day goes i may not make it to the gym gym and i was looking at one it was uh sterling k brown from uh sherm's favorite show <laughs> um, he was basically just saying how he got in shape for you know the roles that he's been in recently. He's pretty ripped right Wait, now. Hold on, what's my favorite show? This, this is, is us. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, but but he was I saying I don't know how that. Go ahead. He, I don't know how that became my favorite show. But you put me onto the show and hadn't watched it since then. That's why it's your favorite show. That's not true. You did I put you onto the show when like two years when ago. it came on when it first. I came just on. stopped watching it. No, you said you hadn't watched it since the first season. No, since the first episode of this season. Oh, see, we were thinking the, that yeah. was the first episode ever. That's no, that's no, why I no, kept no, asking, no. like, the first episode or this season? That's why I kept saying that. This season, the first episode of this. I watched the first episode of this season, and then I stopped. Gotcha. Well, it's not yeah. that sad. That was just the first episode. After, it, after that, it's been pretty joyful. I don't mm-hmm. believe you because they're always crying on that show. No, yeah. it's 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 a lot. It's good and bad on there. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Y'all sen- y'all mad sensitive, but anyway, his I, he, true. He has a workout that he does. He says when he's on the road or he's in a hotel and can't get to a gym or whatever, and it sounds so simple, but it will really have you kind of you know pumped up or whatever. So it's like fifty jumping jacks, forty squats, uh, thirty push ups. 20 um butt ups if you are well just look up butt ups and then and then it's 10 uh, or bridges aren't those also called bridges no they're called butt ups and then okay. t- no you're thinking about where you're kind of hunching the air not that yeah no that's yes yeah, yeah, so. not, not that uh and then it's 10 um what was the 10 oh dang i forgot the 10 and then if you're available 10 pull-ups 
Um, but anyway, you do that in succession three times in a row, and it should take you between like 18 to 22 minutes to do it. But when you mm-hmm. get finished, I did it one time last week, just when I couldn't get to the gym, and I burned like 350 calories in 21 minutes. So it works. It works, works. Can you send me that? Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send you the link for Actually, I put the link on the page for the YouTube workout and um, just a, a screenshot of the instructions for it also. Okay. Okay, so do not Google butt up. Uh, especially the Urban Dictionary uh, definition of butt up. Oh God! As I go to Google, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still reading Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Urban Dictionary is crazy. Um. All right. Go ahead. But the, the reason I thought about that when Ray saying he was trying to get in shape and, and do the smoothie thing and that kind of thing. And um, we, we asked a question. I think Sherm asked it on his page about what do you th- what do you call a dad by? And man, these answers are all. Yeah. But y'all saw when they were body shaming. um Jason, yeah, Moore. Jason Moore for his dad. But I'm like, seriously, if I had a bot like that, I'd, I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> no pause. I would take it. <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. That was good, P. All right. Um,. Yeah, have you seen the man? There's mannequins in stores now that are like dad bod mannequins. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you- I guess not. I haven't seen any. Okay, I was like, yeah, just mad. Just really paused right there. Yeah, it did. It was like, man, Peach paused herself on out the whole conversation. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> Thought my headphones came out. Anyway, but yeah, they have like mannequins that have like a, a um, dad bot. I don't know where. I don't know if P dropped off, but um, yeah. So, so I did put this question out there. So I asked three questions. Uh, first question: What is your definition of a dad bod? Second: Are you attracted to dad bods? And three: Are dad bods okay at a certain age? So, uh, Keneal answer she said it looks like they eat bad food and don't spend all their extra time working out and, and being a being a a-hole I'll, I'll abbreviate in case my kids are right uh, i like <laughs> men that don't spend all their time in the gym so their brain can breathe with non-testosterone fueled things sure give me a fit salt and pepper uncle uh, so she okay. wants uncle by yeah i guess so Vernetta said <clears throat> she only answered one um dad buys hairy chest and small or large hard gut and muscle arms but then she put like an emoji with two heart you know whatever so maybe she likes that for uh, lana p sister answered a dad bot is a man whose body is lumpy has breasts and a huge round belly that jingles when he walks this body is no santa claus definition. <laughs> what's that i said that's santa claus <laughs> yeah basically this body has no muscle tone or definition, and typically the guy dresses to accentuate this bad body with extremely fitted clothes. No, she's not attracted, and after 60, a dad bod can be okay. By then, no one cares. Um, 
let's see. Uh, Jackie, my sister-in-law, she said, uh, to me, dad bods are no different than mom bods. Sometimes a little rounder in some places, sometimes a little firmer in others. The important thing to me is the dad within the bod. Also important that you're taking care of yourself so you can be a dad for as long as possible. Um, the better the dad, the more attractive, and it's okay at any age. So, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pete, you got anything to offer? Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I think we lost Pete, so we'll continue. Yeah. Uh, Those are the responses we got. So I guess that's the, with the mom bod thing. What do you think about mom bods? What is a mom bod? I guess would be the question. I'm assuming it's what she said. Um, little- I'm oh, back. Who's back? Yeah, I had to like uh, delete the link and go back in and put it back in again. A mom bod is gorgeous and beautiful, and it's it's graced with the great things that God has put in women and instilled on the earth to take care of all of us, man and woman alike, and child and dog okay. and pet. Uh, let, what? Um, if we could get him his mic cut again, that would be great. Man. <laughs> um, I don't know, Ray. That's a good question. What is a mom bod? I, I will not stay away from that that question, Ray. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your wife does listen. I only speak yeah. on dad bods. I will not say anything about a woman's body at all. Period. Good does or bad. Listen? Does Carly yes. listen? Every okay. week. Yep. Okay. Bernana doesn't. I don't think so. It, well, I, I asked her today if she heard last week's episode and she said no. So. Yeah, my wife loves me, so. <laughs> wow. Okay. I just found out mine loves me, so. Uh, sorry, yeah. Sharon. Mine loves Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining uh, the program. Yeah, I we, you know can't beat him joining. Um, oh, speaking of, of crazy dad stuff, so check this out. Did y'all see uh, LeBron's hairpiece come up in the middle of the game? Yes. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he needs to stop. So he's walking toward the bench, and Anthony Davis is going, "Your hair, no, your hair, your hair." <laughs> And he's laughing. I'll I'll put the link on the page too. He's laughing, and LeBron's like, "What?" He's like, "Your hair!" And then he takes the, he takes the headband and pushes the hair underneath the headband. <laughs> Let it go, brother. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. You got like all the fame, all the money. Like, what what are you doing? You know? Maybe don't like his head shape. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. But it's he had, different. He had cut it off uh, like one off season. One, one summer it? last summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe his wife didn't like it. Maybe so, but I thought I thought he was just gonna rock it after that. I mean, it didn't look bad. I mean, but. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Speaking of that, did y'all see the wait to the um, wait to James pass in their high school game to get their kids play together? Uh-huh. Wait, they're going to the same high school. Yeah, they're in the same high school. Oh my god! And uh, Wade passed LeBron's son in the corner for a three, and uh, LeBron and Wade were there. Mm. And they they were just going nuts on the sideline. It was just hilarious. Are they? I know that I know that the little Bron is good. Is little Wade good too? You knew they were at the same school. I just thought about this because their name, their school name is the Blazers. And I I sent you all a picture. I tagged you in a picture that said, "Oh, what if they came to UAB?" Ha ha. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't. That must have been on a different group chat. No, it was on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. <sighs> I got a funny story about Instagram, actually. I'm not going to tell it on the air, though. Um, 
All right, so let's get to the, to that, the crap. That, that's how you tease him, sure. Yeah. No. It's, it's <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> you read between the lines. So let's get to the crap. Did y'all download the new Kanye album? Yes. Well, I did. Okay. All right, so this is where I'm going to let you guys review it because I did not. So all three of us are listening to the Kanye album at this point. So um, <laughs> definitely not. You have you read the Bible, so you've listened to it. So this is the thing. Um, I have mixed opinions about this. Okay, now if Kanye is being totally truthful on this is this is what he's trying to do for real, right? And I didn't know what to expect out of this album. I looked at the names and the titles of the songs at first, and my wife was like, "No, he made a gospel album." And I'm like, "This is like months ago." And I'm going, you don't know Kanye. He could be talking about dad and then be talking about somebody's butt in the song. You don't know what he's <laughs> going to come up with. It could just have these names, right? Um, but I get the album. I start listening to it. It was late. Um, <clears throat> it came out late is what I meant. And it's actually a gospel album. And he's not actually the main. Well, I guess I want to say he's the main vocalist on the album. I mean, he's rapping some. He's singing probably more than rapping. If that's what you want to call it, um, the beats are pretty good, and it's interesting because I look at it this way. Okay, people that will never listen to a gospel album could possibly be brought to Jesus by this album, and that's that's the interesting part about it because I know a guy who listens to Kanye religiously that would never listen to a Kurt Franklin album or a Fred Hammond album, but he's been bumping this like crazy. And see, I, I actually thought of it different i didn't even think of it as a gospel album because when you say gospel album i was thinking like that first uh track that was like legitimately a gospel song like i was thinking it was all sunday service type stuff Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah i just thought it was kanye rapping with the occasional jesus reference in there no 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 how many times have you listened to it uh twice okay so maybe because I was on the road to Atlanta, I've heard it a bunch of times at this point. A lot of the lyrics are just Bible verses. That's it. It's it's just a, a lot of it is just a, a collage of Bible verses back to back to back to back, just in different order, not necessarily in order of what they are in the Bible, but a lot of them are. Um, and that's why I call it. It's, it's just a gospel album, because, if you know, um, for example, I used to always tell my wife, I think a gospel album would be the easiest thing to make. And she said, why? And I said, because most of the lyrics are already written for you. If you listen yeah. to a lot of Christian songs, it's just, you just find a couple yeah. of verses, string them mm-hmm. together, uh, yep. stinging a melody, and there you go. And then you mix in a bunch of uh, non uh, royalty free uh, music because most because <laughs> most Christian hymns are, are like royal. I mean, anybody can repeat them. Who's gonna sue you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Mary had a well, Mary had a little lamb may have royalties. I know happy it birthday should be public did. domain. Happy birthday has royalties. Really? I would think mm-hmm. that was public domain too. No, nah, it still does. Hmm. Yep. Because it was good morning to you. Well, the Bible is the most written or the most sold book in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, you make you bring up a good point. So, Sherm, this, but this is the thing that I want to talk about with you. So, you, what, what are your reasons for not listening to the album? And you've listened to every Kanye album up until this point, correct? No, that's not correct. I didn't listen to that last crap he put out either. Well, that was, <laughs> bad. That was just bad, though. <laughs> well, that's not why I didn't listen to it. I listened to his first, what is it, first two, I guess. Before he started acting crazy. You never listened to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? I know you listened to uh, Watch the Throne. 
Yes, I did listen to that. Okay. okay. I stopped listening when he started. I stopped listening when he started kind of platforming for Trump, I guess. So probably over like the last four years. Oh, okay. So maybe yeah, the last two. to a couple of his albums. Three there, years. A few three or four. I don't know. I mean, the guy's crazy, man. And he and he's dangerous. That's 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 why I won't listen to him. I think that some of the stuff he puts out, like, you know, he was up here at Howard for the homecoming two weeks ago mm-hmm. doing his whole Sunday service. And he started saying, you all need to be Republicans. Republicans freed the slaves. Right. And I'm like, that's just not good information. I mean, f- factually, that's correct. But it's not the same party. There was clearly a, a, a change in platform you know, from that time to now, many you know people many people have offered him books to read, also, because I think. But he doesn't read them. And, he, and what he does is he, when he spews stuff like that, there's a, a large segment of our population that is uneducated and they don't read either. So they listen to something like that coming from him, and it, it just, it's dangerous. It's dangerous what he's doing, and I don't, you know, whatever. And plus, I don't, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to get political. I'm, I have many friends and family that are Republican and dislike the current state of things. So, so I'm going so to ask you this then. Is music more personal than film? Because yes. there are a lot of people in film that I don't, I disagree with in certain things, but it didn't stop me from watching their movie per se. So if Kanye was in a movie, I would not boycott the movie because Kanye is in it. Yeah, okay. I, I would agree because... Even Will Smith, he won't cuss in his music, but he'll cuss in Bad Boys. Mm. That's interesting. I never knew that. that but that yeah. does make sense. I've never heard him cussing his music. I have. What, what cuss what? word he say? You you saw my brink, you saw my blinker bitch that was on. Uh, what album was that? It was white. The tape was white. All right. Well, whatever. It's, it's a whole story about an old lady hitting him from behind in a car. Mm. All right. Well, I have to look that up. But the point that my point being, it's not. There's a lot of people involved in a film. So if it was like, there's a lot of people involved in the album. Sure, there is. Yeah, but it's still it's his album. So that's where I'm saying, like, if he was in a movie, I would still watch the movie. You know, it's not like a, a movie that's. I mean, and you could say that about any movie. I'm, I'm talking about like the main characters. So that's why, I, you know, whatever. It's my money. I can spend it how I want. <laughs> hey, hey, don't be so defensive, buddy. <laughs> no, but, no, but that's I, I, I said that and I laughed. But it's I mean, same same reason I won't listen to R. Kelly. Yeah, that's kind of different. Yeah, yeah, I, that's I, I a whole different. That's no, a whole not, different thing. Why that's, is it different? That's criminal. That's actually criminal child molestation charges. That's a whole different thing than this. This but is an, still this be, is an opinion. They're still, still true, but this is opinion people. based. But there are people who will say what R. Kelly has done. You know, not in, like his music does not directly tie to his personal life. People say a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, but they're, they're still supportive stuff that like reason. age ain't nothing but a number. So yeah, that <clears> okay. I'm a, uh, look at look at it this way. Okay, R. Kelly's music is highly sexual, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. his crime is a sexual crime, right? Yeah. Okay, Kanye's viewpoint on life and Trump and all this other stuff is one thing, but it's not in his music at all. It doesn't have to be in his music. But that was but that was just the argument that we were just having, though. No, it no. I, 
No, that's not the argument we're having. What I was saying was, based on the person, you know, I choose not to support him. So, for whatever reason it may be. Now, if you want to say it's different than what R. Kelly's doing, that's fine. I mean, just pick yeah, up, that's like, what I, I that, that's that's what I'm saying. You said it was the same thing. That was the argument we're having. So it is different, right? If you want to say that, that's fine. We can say it's different, but it's still it's what he's doing in his personal life versus what he's doing in his professional life. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't think of someone else like that that I'm not. You know, that's why I just used R. Kelly, but. No, with Kanye, I mean, I, I think it's dangerous what he does. I think, you know, I think he's super talented. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. What about well, Jeff, Jeff Sessions? Would that be an equivalent? Huh? Jeff Sessions is dropping a rap album? No, 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 I'm, no, I'm, no I'm saying the things that Jeff Sessions has said and done versus if he was an entertainer. As far uh, as support is concerned, I can't think of a uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. How about that? Clint Eastwood. That see, that's a really good comparison right there. So, um, uh, that's a good comparison. Okay, I'll, I'll give you one. The uh, what was it called? The green, not the Notebook. The green, the green what was book. The thing that that. What was it? The green, the green book? book. The green book. So I didn't watch that movie, but I didn't watch it because it was not. I. You know, after just hearing like more research about it and stuff, it it really was not um, factually correct. Is that the one that won the Oscar? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I don't watch a lot of Oscar movies. That's why I asked. Yeah, but <clears throat> there was like the dude was really not a good person, like in real life. So, and they were like, it just they you know Hollywooded it up to kind of look at this story, and it wasn't real. What about homeboy that was a uh the the child predator I mean not the, the sex predator uh, Weinstein would you not watch a Weinstein movie if he produced it um Th- this gets weird that's what I'm saying I'm not debating you on it I'm just saying like I'm wondering where the cutoff line is for something well what I'm saying is that that there's different with music it's much more about that person sure you got engineers you got people like that that are doing the you know that are that are behind the scenes but ultimately, it's that person. Whereas in a movie, it's not the movie is not you know focused around one person. And with the Weinstein, that's even further removed from the actual finished product. I mean, he's just a producer. Yep, but he yeah, gets I, he, he gets more money from it from the actors, though. But mean, you may not even know that he's the producer. Yeah. Versus or the director, you may not even one know. of the actors. You'd see the actor and be like, yeah, I can't I can't deal with the actor. Right. Mm, I guess so. Maybe to to the to the common person. I guess so. Yeah, and and, and that's but, my point about Kanye being if if they had Kanye in a movie, you know, I'm just saying for his where it's like, okay, here's an here's an so Kanye comes he comes to bring his Sunday service, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go because I'm not gonna support what he's doing because I think he's a dangerous person, mm-hmm. and I don't like the rhetoric he he spits because one, it's false and. I just think it's dangerous what he does. So I'm not going to support what he's doing. Have you, hey Ray, have you watched any of the interviews he's had the last couple of days? I have not. So I get a lot from what Kanye says, and I think that in his crazy—I won't call him crazy. Let's not do that. In his mind, he means well. Okay, 
he's horribly misinformed on a lot of things. Correct. But I don't see malice in his actions per se, if that makes sense. Um, because he doesn't. I don't think he realizes. I, I think he. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think he understands what the damaging stuff that he says, how damaging he is. But then I'm watching <clears> his interviews, and there's a lot of stuff that he said that was actually really good. Uh, he was saying how he felt like, you know, his stance two years ago was he's a god of this culture. Like, he feels like he started this and he started that and he started whatever, right? And he said he had to be broken down and humble for God to get him to understand that he was making a god out of culture, not not he was the god of like the things that he he was claiming that he started and he was in charge of and I did this and I did that he said that God had to humble him to make him understand that that thing had become his god not the other way around see I feel like Kanye has a little bit of information and runs with it so it's kind of like people that read the the title of Facebook post and then run with it like they don't click on and read the rest of the information so yeah he'd be like uh yeah the republicans uh republicans freed slaves and just run with it instead of doing like more research i think he'd be okay if he did more research but i think that for whatever reason he's just like yep that's the thesis and that's what i'm going with <laughs> right yeah that, that's a good way to put it Absolutely. but i also think that he has that that he he's I don't know if he's had like a psychotic break or something. I, I really don't know what's going on with him. Um, and I know like it, it was weird because it was like right around when his mom died and he kind of just just zapped out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I think he's got some, some mental health issues. Uh, definitely. Yeah. And, and I think he needs to get it checked. I mean, but I, because there's just, I mean, it's just so much weird stuff that he's done over the last few years. And he was always kind of a weird cat anyway, you know? Uh, I remember I was reading Common's book, his autobiography, and Common was saying when they were kids, like, because Kanye's, you know, a lot younger than Common, but he was, he said, you know, there's always this kid, he was so annoying, he just would never shut up, and but he could just drop some just dope beats, even as a young kid at like 12, 13 years old, and it was Kanye West. Just hanging out in the basement with Common and his friends, you know. But I don't know. That's just where I am with it. So no, I won't support him. I'm not gonna not gonna download his stuff because I feel like that's putting money directly in his pocket. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can, uh, I can respect that. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's an awkward silence. Yeah, I was one. I was waiting. It's like the get cut off again or what yeah I, I was trying to see if he had uh had dropped again too no I was but, waiting for the right moment to go Chick-fil-A <laughs> <laughs> yeah for, if you, if you listen song, to the Kanye album you'll get yeah, that <laughs> there's a song called Closed on Sunday <laughs> and so if you get you know Chick-fil-A Closed on Sunday yeah, I get it did, yeah, okay. you, did you guys hear the um when him and Kim got in that fight about what she was wearing? Yep. I didn't see the video. I just heard the audio of it. Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. I mean, but she's she's got a point. I mean, it's kind of like, this is who she is. This is how she got famous. I mean, she's yeah. you know famous for having a sex tape leak. And right. so, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. This is what you got in it for. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, um, what's her name? Oh God, cool. uh, I, I don't want to say it on there. Um, <laughs> Megan Good. Megan yeah. Good. Have you seen her husband uh, defend her against this lady? They were at some kind of church event or a book signing or something, and this old lady stands up and goes, "You know, I love y'all so much, but you can't be on these magazine covers wearing swimsuits, baby." And just starts going in on Megan Good. <laughs> I have to tell you, I thought you were about to say, "Have you guys seen Megan Good sex tape?" No, no. I, I was about to get off this podcast. And Google. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. <laughs> No, I don't watch such things. Well, <laughs> so what happened? So her husband defended her? You no, yeah, he just defended her and put the lady in her place, basically. Like, I mean, th- and the cover wasn't even that bad. It was like a Essence magazine or something. It wasn't like it was Playboy. Or, Has she done stuff uh, recently? This was maybe like two years ago. Okay, because I was like, yeah, I didn't think she was, you know, after she got married, I didn't think she was, you know, doing those kind of magazines. Anyway. It, it, it might have been in shape. It was like a normal magazine. It wasn't like yeah, okay. a, no, not yeah. like a sexual thing. It was just a swimsuit. Yeah, okay. Um, and the lady was just saying, you know, you're a pastor wife now. You can't be, you know, doing this and doing that. And her husband defended her. Um, it, it was just a, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty, pretty cool moment. Cause how he did it, he wasn't disrespectful, but he definitely put her in a place. Yeah, okay. Okay. What do y'all feel? Cause you know, they had this, what was it? And the stigma, we put something up, you know, Ray had shared really good, uh, um, uh, picture or post or whatever about so we did put that on Instagram but and just kind of going back to Kanye West I mean I really hope he get and, and this isn't the whole Trump thing but just everything aside from that where it's like there's something going on you know what I mean and, and I don't know I mean Preston you're saying he seems more normal the last few days but or last few interviews but I, you know maybe he is getting they, help, they both interviews they didn't really talk about uh they, they didn't really talk about politics and stuff like that. It was more so of almost like a church testimony type thing. Um, everything that they talked about, he kind of led it back to how he felt like he was just in a bad place and how he still uh, currently or he was. He was well. He was talking about how he got addicted to porn at five years old and all that kind of stuff. His his story was actually similar to, similar to mine. He found a Playboy of his dad's at five. And he mm. said that that it's guided him until now, until recently. You know, he had been with a bunch of porn stars, and like and that's what a, that's what attracted him. Yeah, that, and yeah that, exactly. he, he said that led <laughs> yeah. to so many decisions that he made in life. Right, like getting married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. So what he? I mean, is he, what else he say about? It? Is he like working through it, or? Well, he well, he's, he says. I, he, I, go ahead, Ray. I was gonna say I, I, I'm figuring that he's saying he's leaning more on religion to get through this now. Mm, okay. What? Well, so if if you saw the interview, and I think you probably can watch. The I'm interview. not against looking at the interview. Yeah, I was gonna say I think you can watch the interview without it yeah. being like a, supporting him for real. Right. Right. Um, yeah. he sounds different. Let's say it like that. He doesn't sound the same as he's been for the last few years. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. He, he he's a, a different case, but. As far as the mental health thing is concerned, I was telling you all off air, I was going to start going to a therapist. I've been to a therapist before, mostly premarital count stuff and that kind of stuff. But I've been by myself also. And I'm I'm like super self-aware, like I'm super self-aware of myself. And I know 
when I need this or when I need that or whatever. And kind of I've, I've realized that in therapy because I, I, I talked the whole time in the therapist. It's like, well, it looks like, you know what you need to do then. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> so so that that I, I could say that almost turned me off about therapy. That time I went, I'm going, well, dang, I kind of want to talk it out with somebody. And she said, but you talked it out and know exactly what's going on. So. Um, but now you need, find, you need to find another therapist in that situation. She was just a, like just like any profession. There's good ones and bad ones. She was advised to me by someone um, actually at UAB, and she was a professor at UAB. And I'm not sure what. Maybe I should have gone back a second time. Maybe I don't know what was going on with her. But anyway, I have another one. I'm about to start going to, and just mm-hmm. it's mostly because just from stress from the job and got another child coming, another mouth to feed. You know. I've been married a couple years now. I mean, sometimes you just need to talk out with with, with somebody other than somebody you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that objective. You need objective. you need objectivity for sure. It's hard to talk to your family about certain stuff, you know. Yeah, because um, they all have an opinion. They all have an opinion. Sometimes they brush you off because you're the strong one, so you're fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get that all the time. I don't have to worry about you because you're always fine. I'm like, dang, I can't even get nothing out. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to one. Um, if not this week, probably be next week for sure. Did you? So you haven't made an appointment yet? Mm-hmm. I actually made an appointment. I missed it. Uh, what happened was they called my wife's phone for the appointment for some reason, and mm-hmm. um, they called the backup number basically instead of my okay. number. So she sent me the voicemail, and I deleted it by accident. And then she deleted the voicemail, so I don't even know who it was that called. So I had to call my primary care doctor back to see who basically who was in the network, and she told me who it was. Blah blah blah. But. Yeah, I'm setting it up with somebody right now. I would honestly, and, and this is what I was going to ask you guys if you've been to a therapist before. Uh, I've been to all kinds with premarital. I've been to a woman, a man, old mom, old man, old woman, all kind of stuff. But as far as like this therapist, I kind of want them to look like me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. My, I, it, it does make sense. Uh, Ray, have you gone before? I've gone to two when I was going through some some things uh, about ten years ago. So I was going to both of them at the same time, which probably wasn't the best thing to do because I would kind of tell one therapist one thing. Uh, I guess we would deal with one issue uh, with that therapist and then another issue with another therapist, but the two never combined. So, um, but yeah, I, I went and it helped, but I could have probably done it better with just one therapist. Yeah. Oh, they, so they were they were they were uh, helping counseling you in tandem. Like this week, you go to this one. No, and, okay. no. So when I worked at UAB, uh, I was working at UAB and I was a student at UAB. So the students they gave you a different therapist than the employee therapist, and so I was like, well, I'll go to both. And you know, my thought was I'll go to both and then drop one when I decide which one's better, uh, but. I think one of them had like a limit of how many sessions you could go, but I can't remember which one was which. But um, yeah, so one was sort of like a psychology student, and the other one was, you know, it was a grad student, but the student nonetheless, and the other one actually worked in the field. Uh, so, yeah, the one was like Morgan, Reader, Morgan Freeman Speed Reader. You ever remember him from the uh, electric company? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so he looked like him, and that's all I could picture was him being <laughs> uh, Morgan Freeman. But he he was decent. 
and then the other guy was uh, was a therapist, like an actual therapist, and he was decent too. But yeah, they were free, but they did okay. Yeah, uh, I go now, so I've been going for a little over a year. I think I started last summer. Um, I, I and I definitely hear what you're saying because. I think when I do switch, and I don't know, I mean, I, I guess I'll switch eventually. I think it just kind of depends on your need at the time. Um, and it, so mine is a white female who's a little bit, I don't know how old she is. So she looks like you. <laughs> Bad joke for the week. You got, you got one too, Ray? You want to pile on? Or? I'm going to wait. Okay, you'll hold it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she actually is not, she's not, because you also have like Christian and, and, or I don't know if you want to say Christian. I, but, ooh, yeah. I, yeah, I got an opinion on that too. Mm. Okay, so I chose not to go with a religious counselor. You and me both. Um, <laughs> and and I, I say that as a Christian, but I, I wanted complete objectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I chose that. I, I'm, not a, I'm not against having a Christian, but coming from that angle. But it's just for me at this time what I felt, I, wa- I just wanted a complete completely objective uh person so that's why i chose this person okay so oh and i'm sorry i'm not again like i think that my next counselor (laughs) my next counselor probably will be a a uh, black male that i will want somebody who looks more like as long as they're in the network yeah, yeah, yeah. For my premarital counseling, I wanted a Christian. But as far as like my personal stuff, I feel like I can't say what I want to say. I, I feel like I, I don't want to say I feel like I'm being judged for it, but I'm not as open with the Christian counselor. I tried that. Right. And I, I don't. And that, that's kind of how it was for me, too, because sometimes I just need to get it out. Right. Know? And it and sometimes it may come out in whatever that some people may not like. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I wanted that. That's one reason I wanted that. And, and I didn't want everything to come back at me. Well, you know, God, this and God, like, no, I get that. And I have some, and I do have somebody in my life that does offer that. So that's a friend, but is a really good, li- they're a pastor. Um, and they're a really, really good listener. I can be completely open with that person. So not that I, and I don't use them often, but if I need to, if I need like some spiritual, you know, counseling or whatever, but, um, but I highly recommend it. I think that, and I'm going to be honest with you, I really think that, and I told you guys this off air, sometimes the more successful you are, the more there's a need for one. Because you you start juggling so many different hats. You know, um, work and family and house and, you know, friends and then your extended family who get on your nerves and everything else. So, um, but yeah, I also... Cause I think I realized uh probably today it's just when stuff like that builds up i just shut down like i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and i just shut down and i'm just like i'm just gonna lay down and sleep yeah yep and and that's not what you should be doing yeah um but i also found out that i have anxiety so one thing but i never knew what it was called even though i knew something was wrong probably since i was a kid like I can go back now. That, that's the one thing. If you find a good counselor, they're worth their weight in gold, because they, or counselor, therapist, whatever you want to say, because they will pull some stuff out. You're gonna learn some stuff about yourself. So a really good counselor that I had, uh, she wasn't in our network. 
Mm. And I didn't know that until my wife had already booked her. Well, until after we had already gone to see her. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, how much was that? And she tells me, and I go, wait, the insurance didn't take a part of it, <laughs> you know? Wow. Um, and I didn't know until after. And I really liked her. I super duper liked her. Um, yeah. Because it allowed us to get off stuff that, that we wouldn't just say to each. Well, me, I say everything. But, but, it, but it, you know, sometimes counseling, even with, with your spouse or, or whomever, it could be with your child. It allows people to feel free to say things in front of the counselor that they wouldn't say to you at home. Which, mm-hmm. which personally, and I'll be honest and say this, I don't understand it at all. Because I say everything that I'm feeling. Like, I, I'll tell you exactly what I feel is wrong, right? But everybody mm-hmm. doesn't feel comfortable enough to do that. I get stuff off, man. I don't really hold a lot of stuff. Uh, it's only when I get overwhelmed that I feel like, dang, I need to, you know, talk to somebody. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like to burden I don't like to burden people either. That's another point of counseling. Yeah, I would rather talk yeah. to a stranger about it than I feel mm-hmm. like I'm putting this burden on somebody else that, that, mm-hmm. I, that I know personally. And then they're worried about, oh, man, what does P have going on? I hope he's OK. And, you know. Yeah. No, that, that's a good point. But I, I think that it's I think it's really important. I mean, it, it, it truly is. And there's nothing wrong with it. And I think it's very beneficial. And I think it's really, really, really helped me because, like I said, I knew that there was something ever since I was a kid. But I never knew what it was. I never knew what it was called. You know what I mean? Um, but being able to identify that. And then here's the crazy thing with mine. Like by my second appointment. She, she explained every she explained to me why I'm in the profession I'm in why I coach why I do this why I do like she literally went back and just dissected my entire childhood to like well here's why you do bam 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 and I'm like oh my gosh that makes so much sense (laughs) Mm. yeah but then she has an understanding and then it's like it just builds on onto that you know once you know it though are you able to correct self-correct it or i mean if it's something to correct are you able to address it yourself outside of counseling or yeah yeah mm-hmm. and the cool thing about her because and i was going weekly and now i go every other week mm-hmm. um and the cool thing about her is she'll say you know just call me or email me or whatever if you know if, if there's an issue um well that's good because most of them man yeah, I want this money in this office. Don't text me. Don't call me. <laughs> right. Don't you call me? Make appointment. That's it. Yeah. So the something really funny. You know, she was like, "Well, look, you know, this week uh, we're gonna have to move on this one week at the end of June because I'm going on vacation." I said, well, "I'm gonna be on vacation that week too." And I said, well, "Where are you Amazing. going?" Amazing. And she said, <laughs> "Outer Banks." I said, "Really? I'll be in the Outer Banks." So wow. So then when we yeah. So then when we met like the, the week before that. Um, so we have a good vacation. She said, you two said, look, we're still down there. You know, anything happens, you know, feeling like a panic attack, any, anything that, could, you know, if you need me, we're right there. We'll just hook up on the beach and you can tell me what's going on for an hour. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, but um, I didn't need to do that. But it was, I mean, that's why I said, when you find the right one, they are worth their weight and gold. And it's yeah. helped, I mean, it's helped me tremendously in a lot of areas because it's helped me understand even other people like how to deal with them you know so yeah so i'm happy for you man i'm glad that you're going and look forward to hearing you know how it's helping and it's just like i mean you go through i get you get a physical even if you go once a year you get a physical every year to make sure your physical health is good you should definitely do that for your mental health as well not to prolong this but quick question have you all had your uh Prostate no. exam? Okay. Yes. Okay. 
I've been getting mine since I was 40. Uh, I got my first one at 33. Wait. 34. Why are you so young? Uh, I had an issue with my bladder. Well, that was... I found it out later, but I didn't know what was going on. And I went oh. in for an issue, and it was blood, you know, blood in my urine and that kind of stuff. Ooh, yeah. And uh, he told me he, he he was a big old dude. He played, uh, I think he played linebacker at LSU. Um, <laughs> but he he go, hey, can you turn around for a second? I go, okay. <laughs> and then I hear snap, and I'm like the gloves coming on, and I go, wait, whoa, what's going on? And he's like, oh, just bend over for a second. It'll be quick. And then it felt like a baseball bat. But anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you saying your doctor's a big old dude. That means he's got big old fingers. Big, big old fingers and big knuckles. Yeah. Man. Yeah, his, name, his, name wasn't, his name wasn't Big Dick Buster, was it? No, it was, it was not Big Dick Buster. <laughs> so tell me more about Big Dick Derek. But <laughs> but he uh he kept saying, well, does this hurt? And I go, yes. And, and he's like, well, but does, does this hurt? And I'm like, yes, sir. And I started calling this man sir before I knew it. And he wow. he go he's not much older than me. He may be like 41, 42. And um he's like, Well, what about this? And I'm like, dude, just finish, please. And he finally stops and he goes, Oh, nothing's wrong there. And I'm going. So, so, I'm like ninety nine percent sure that was not a process. Wait, yeah. wait, have, 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 have I never told you wait, have I never told y'all this story before? No. Okay. So so then check this out. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm pulling up my clothes, right? He leaves. So this this uh old nurse comes in, she's an older black lady, and she walks in and goes, You okay, baby? And I say, Yes, ma'am. She says <laughs> she said, you, you feel you feel like you've been violated. And I say, Yes, ma'am. And she goes, I know, I know. <sighs> It'll be okay. So 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 she she walks me up the hall like I'm a little kid, right? So I'm walking up the hall, I'm limping, and then and then I, I go through the front door. She's like, "You check out right there, okay?" And I check out, but I open the door to check out, right? But I look back up the hall, and as the door is closing, her and all the other nurses have congregated, and they're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> they, "They are dying laughing up the hall," and I'm like, "Really." Really? Oh wow! <laughs> she just kind of waves to me, y'all, sweet, like bye. So wow. Yeah. So see, I thought I was being smart because I got a, uh, I have a female doctor, so I was like, if I had to do that, she's got lady fingers, wouldn't have to deal with you know big dick buster or anything like that. <laughs> so she just retired, and now it's like, oh yeah, here's the guy that's replacing you. It's like some African dude or something. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Now that's so I I was going to a doctor, female doctor, and but she was kind of a she was a she was a bigger lady. She had big hands. Then I switched doctors, and everybody okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I switched doctors, and uh, and so our buddy LB, we were going to the same doctor. I switched doctors, and then after my physical, I called him. I said, dude. Going to a doctor with small hands is much better because my new doctor's a female as well, but her hands are much smaller. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Ray, if you've not gotten that done, you need to get that done. Well, my doctor, uh, she says like, oh yeah, you can uh, you could do the preliminary stuff through blood work. Yeah, you don't well, even have that, to do that. Yeah, that's true because actually this year when I had my physical, they're like, all right, that's it. I'm like, wait a minute, that's it? Like <laughs> they were like, I said, uh, what about the old prostate? And she said. No, we do that through blood work. I was like, well, that's it. I jumped up out of the seat. 
you know, because I definitely dread going in for that. But I mean, but literally, it literally takes five seconds, tops. It's very quick. Yeah, so, well, it doesn't feel that way. No, no, no. Yours was not. Shut up. <laughs> like, no, so you, you did not was, have uh, a prostate exam. Yeah, you were violated. You were violated. Yeah, man, big knuckle. No, that's that's funny. I'm glad you all said that because I hadn't had that in a while. He moved to Europe, by the way. This guy. Yeah, he's probably escaping the law. He's violating. His yeah. <laughs> Be like, there's no extradition where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell. You, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna tell y'all the whole story one day because there's some stuff I'm leaving out. But uh. <laughs> But but if y'all we have ten minutes, that's that's you know that's promising that you all tell me it's all blood work now though because I hadn't found a new guy yet. Um, yeah, well they uh the preliminary stuff. Is, oh oh oh, oh! By the way, prostate cancer runs in my family. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Oh, that means that, that's that's why I had it early. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, forgot no, to say okay. that. Well, you know, every male will get prostate cancer if you live long enough. Mm. Did you know that? Um, I've heard something like that. Yeah, so that that's the key. You got to catch it early. I mean, as long as you catch it early, you're good. But if you live long enough, you will get it. So there's that. And take care of your colon too. So let me get out. I think colonoscopies are going to start doing it 45 now. Is what I'm hearing instead of 50. Okay. Yeah. Does insurance cover that? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we done. Anything else on mental health? <laughs> no. So in the segment, listen for real. If you're listening to this, definitely, um, you know, get your mental health checkup done and. And I, I for one, am all for therapy. I think it's great. It, it is true. I mean, I can't say how much it's helped me, um, especially with dealing with anxiety and, and not knowing what I was dealing with. So, um, so I had a panic attack, and then I still didn't know, and I still waited three years before I still before I went to therapy for it. So, um, yeah. All right, you got dad joke, P. Um, what do you call a I think doctor? We're all good. What do you call a what do you call a doctor that finishes the, at the last of his class? A doctor, the, big dick, the, the, big the, dick buster. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the huh? What? Ray guessed it. That was it. Ha ha. What'd you say, Ray? Oh, a doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good week. Again, um, rest in peace to Cupcake and. You know, thoughts and prayers uh, with her parents, her family, and the whole city of Birmingham. Will one thing I wanted to point out: I had friends up here on Facebook who were sharing stuff, so that it made national news. I mean, people everywhere up here were were sharing the the story as well when they were looking for her. So, yeah, I uh, I actually got the last update from CNN. So, yeah. you know, before we were getting updates from AL dot com, yeah, this was from CNN. Yeah. All right, and uh, UAB did not lose this week. So, going down to 10, you got that, right? We had a bye Yeah, week. I got it. Nationals yeah, are down 4 by the way. That so, was a when did colleges week? start doing uh, two bye weeks? weeks? Yeah. I don't know. That was weird to me, too. I was curious about that. Are the big boys, what big, is like Alabama doing, too? Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's been like that before. This isn't new. Okay. Alabama okay. at LSU next week, Yeah, right? co- college always had two, and pro has one. I, I always thought that was one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some big games next weekend, so uh in daylight savings time, don't forget to set your clocks back. You know? Oh, that's next week. Okay, cool. Yeah, yep, so we get an hour. Now then, we don't have I'm to set our clocks back. 
<laughs> yeah, set your Alabama set your clocks back to 1952. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the country just set them back one hour. <laughs> Y'all gonna get off Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the jokes write themselves. <laughs> so, uh, oh, last thing, P, how was your vacation? Your staycation? Oh, it was okay. Um, I didn't do anything that I pl- set out to do, which was great. And uh, um, sure, you sure your wife loved that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm holding off. I was I have a um an office. I'm gonna try to convert it to a nursery. We only have a three bedroom house, so that's one thing I was gonna try oh, to do. I'm sorry, only three. Yep, only three. Yeah. I'm poor, yeah. so uh, I need to convert that my office to that and figure out somewhere else to make an office in the house. And uh, um, I didn't do anything else. I didn't wash a single dish. I didn't do any yard. I didn't do anything this whole week. Good for you. Um, and yeah, my wife was like, "Yeah, you kind of really needed that. You hadn't had a week off all year, so yeah, just, wow, she does love you. Yeah, she does somewhat. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I, I kind of have a cabin fever right now, though. Since I went to Atlanta this weekend, I didn't do anything but kick yeah, it with my cousin. Surprise. Um, shut up, kick it with my cousin Jeff. Shout out to Jeff, and we had fun. We got to release. It was kind of like a therapy session too. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's good. so that was good, but. Yep. My wife gets mad if I don't do the dishes when I work from home. Yeah. She's like, you don't want to wash the dishes? I'm like, I was working. How often do you do that? What, work from home? Yeah. Uh, one day a week. Okay. Sometimes two, but mostly one. Okay. It's like two. Basketball basketball season starts, it'll be two days a week. Okay. Yeah. You mean NCAA? No, I mean my basketball season. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. The way he's coaching. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we got away games and stuff. It just makes it easy. Speaking of that, that's going to be a really good NBA season. I can already tell. I uh, it's already it's going to it's fire. Really yes, good. it is yeah. fire already. Clippers yeah. win it all. <laughs> it looks yeah, that way, hell, man. Hell, it looks that way. They're doing people like this without Paul George. Like shoot, yeah, right. Well, I mean, Paul George only counts in the regular season anyway. But <laughs> uh, he was pretty good in the playoffs last year. Mm. He was. He was okay. until he got hurt. I think. All right. And serve just to make you feel like you're, you know, give you a piece of your old uh, podcast in life. Tiger Woods won. Mm-hmm. I think I just saw that come across my phone. Yeah, I just saw it come across. Yeah, good for old LT Gray. All right. All right, fellas. Y'all have a good week. And we'll talk next week. All right. All right. Have, have a good one. Deuces. Peace.